0: You're listening to the Real Estate Radio Hour, the show that brings you unfiltered stories and insight from the Twin Cities real estate world. With your hosts, Chris Rooney, broker at Remax Preferred, and Andy Presky, leader of the Preferred Home Team at Remax Advantage Plus. What up, fellers? Trying to get some work done here. I hear you guys pop up.
1: We, uh, we try to get you focused once a week.
0: <laughs> i tell you, I've had to focus quite a bit this week. Yeah. It's kind of crazy again.
1: What are you focusing on, Chris?
0: Real estate sales. What kind of sales? You know, just lots of different things. It's interesting. I am working on, uh, it's kind of a, a, a new business. Um nice, maybe development opportunity right now. It's kind of kind of cool. It's for a client of mine, young guy. Yeah. Kind of getting started in something that's pretty darn cool. So nice. Can't talk too much about it, but it's uh it's in the works. Maybe once it's done, I'll tell you, Andy.
1: That's a great story, Chris. That yeah. uh stories with mystery and missing parts are always the best way to. I know. Pull, in, pull in the listeners and the, the viewers.
0: I know. And then no, and no. then not say anything else about it. But as realtors, that's what we have to do.
1: It's like interviewing somebody in the CIA. It's like, oh, that's good yeah. for you.
0: Yeah. And then uh, Nick's, Nick's in the f- favela. So whatever a yeah. favela is, that's where Nick is. When you think okay. of Brazil, you think of favela. All the houses packed uh, in together. So my Wi-Fi is a little spotty. Um, hopefully it stays clean, but I'll kind of be in the background. Wow. Well, Andrew, what do you think? Market.
1: I'm uh, I also agree with you. I I have had a very fruitful week. Um lots of lots of uh not only existing homes coming on the marketplace um that are up and coming. Um, but it's just it's starting the market's starting to wake up a little bit. Um, you know, new construction, the parade of homes has been very busy. And uh, you know, so uh not much not much you can do um other than pray for that because I you know that's really the front edge of the consumer. I kind of consider new construction to be kind of like RVs, you know, like when the RVs slow down in sales and the economy follows. And uh, so that was one of those things where we've been watching our new construction branch really closely and we're still seeing orders coming in. We're seeing more people preferring to buy inventory homes that are already built so they can lock in on rates then to order. But, um, you know, we're still getting about 40% of our, our business coming in as orders. So that's, that's good. Right. I mean, that's, you know, somebody believes in the future because that's a 12 month closing from today. So
0: uh, how can you, uh, how do you judge it against like last fall? I don't have a spring preview model this year, so I'm not Last sure fall
1: was really slow for us. Um, last spring was very equivalent. Okay, um, you know, I would say it felt kind of right now it feels kind of like last year. Okay.
0: okay. So, which
1: is shocking to us because we we had such a slow summer. I mean, I don't think people realize because you know, who how do you trust the media anyway, but the new construction orders were very, very slow this summer. Um, a lot of cancellations were happening, lots of reconfiguring plans to get you know, the house that somebody qualified on at three percent now you're at six or seven. And how do they adjust? And then, you know, what will be interesting is um, when when some of these rates are bouncing around and they, they did kind of a, a rate increase, if you will, yesterday. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, how that affects the buyers even this weekend. Because it's like we're right on the front edge of that knife. You know what I mean?
0: Hopefully it's the last time, though. There's there's a little talk about that. Uh, there's a hint. To that, it might be the last time they're going to hit it. So, yeah. Um, all right. So here's here's what we found in February, Mr. Andy. Yep. Eighty-one ninety for homes for sale. So that has gone up since year over year, ten percent, which is surprising. I think that's that was all kind of towards the end of that month. Um, sale price median sale price continues to go up, up three point four percent to three fifteen. Yep. Days on market. That's uh, always an interesting one, but it's a a fact, and I see that. And I don't – it's not for every house, but, I mean, that's on on average, 53 days. And then uh, closed sales are way down from last February, 22% down. Inventory inventory up, sales down. What's it tell you? You just got to start. Watching inventory, we keep talking about inventory all the time, and that's
1: there's definitely some markets you're starting to see. Like, I was watching uh, this morning a video earlier on uh, the hot markets right now that are are most subjective to cooling, and no shocker, a lot of it was around you know, California and Florida, Arizona, all these hot markets, Las Vegas, that they feed up really fast and built on speculation and, and false data. As I say, it's not false when it's happening, but when you look back at it and you go, oh, that was a surge of investors or that was a whatever. So it's not a normal business cycle per se, but maybe that's the new norm. You know I mean? These investors are really influencing a lot of these markets, but now you look at jobs. So now a lot of these tech companies are starting to lay people off like crazy. Well, that's that's called kind of a forced sale where these people don't necessarily want to sell, but they can't afford a $1.4 million house in San Francisco if they don't have a job to support that. So you're starting to see some of that coming on. I mean, there's some markets that inventories are up quite a bit and prices are softening because there's that panic, that forced sale becomes more of a panic sale like the, I just want to get out of here and move home. So I've been living in California for so many years doing my job. Now I want to move back to, you know, Brooklyn center, wherever, and or Minnetonka. And they they sell there and move back here. They're still up hundreds of thousands of dollars they're very happy. But on paper, it looks like a skid, right? So then people start, hey, did you see that? And it's like, come on. I mean, they're still up 500 grand in like four years in value on that house that they bought. So, you know, the other
0: other thing that rivals inventory is consumer confidence. And I just think it's really getting weird now. You don't, no one knows what to believe, what's happening, what are they doing? Um, It's just like, there's, people are a little skittish with that too. Yeah, it's just kind of a it's kind of a, a weird little spot, but I'll tell you, um, you know, we listed three last week and one one sold right away. One's really close to it. The other one is, you know in a, right. in, a in a spot where hey, it's not a lot of stuff happening. Um, this week kind of got the same thing. We're probably gonna sell one of them before it even hits on the market um, tomorrow. Yeah. Um, another one that's coming soon that has got uh, three or four uh, showings set up mm-hmm. in a higher price point, and then uh, the other one is something that I mean should go really, really fast. So
1: good. I don't know.
0: It's yeah. It's a weird. Uh, you know, oh, when there. you talk price points, two seventy five to, you know, four ninety nine to seven seventy five. Mm-hmm. So.
1: Yeah, no, and you're right. And I think that, you know, I look at like my team, I think they listed like eight houses this week and had um, everything went up and went right back down. I mean, it was up for sale and sold, multiple offers, um, you know, when it was under that 400. Um, We just had one that we listed at 500, that went up, that went down right away too. So that, you know, it's people need to move on with life. Their timing isn't going to wait because of an economy. Their timing might be right now. Their timing is we need that extra office in the house. We need that extra bedroom for the baby, whatever it is, or mom and dad now are moving in or the college kids are moving home or whatever. And it, and it, they just need the space.
0: True. Stat boy from favela who has got some more here. So um, that's kind of uh, what do we got here? For, that's February. Yeah. Change and. Okay. So now we're, we're down to the 13-county Twin Cities region. Um, so new listings, it says, are down almost 25 percent. Sales are down 20, and the uh, medium price went up. Um, look at the average sale price, Andy. hmm Over over 400 is kind of interesting. And, and price per square foot. I want to talk a little bit about that. How often? Obviously, in the building world, that's kind of a big thing that people use. But from a market analysis standpoint, do you, do you see that a lot on your end of the world up there in uh the Champlain area? That it depends.
1: It? Um, depends on, are we talking about townhouses? They're all in a row and you're the only one that has the extra bump out. And then it does make a difference. Um, are you talking about the, where everybody on the same street has the blueberry model and there's only one strawberry model. And so the blueberries kind of dictate where your values are at. So um you know, I'm I'm I don't know. I, I think that per square foot is an interesting number because where I look at per square foot, Chris, is above ground. So when you look at like two stories, this is a this is a perfect example. We live in an eight hundred thousand dollar two story. And I go, okay, well, let's take a look at the size of the foundation. Let's look at how many square feet you have up. And what's interesting is houses are not as valuable when they have a small main floor and the big upstairs. They're just high. they're not as because then that means you get a small basement. It's kind of like the upside down pyramid, right? And that's because builders can build cheaper, provide the square footage, because above the garage is already there. They lift up the same roof. They put another level there. And so, you know, I'm seeing. So to answer your question, there's actually subcategories within categories. So they say it's a two story. I'm like, well, is it a salt box where it's straight up and down? Or is it one of these modified, you know, over the garage kind of two stories, which should sell for less because it's not as you know what I'm saying? Or it un- has an unfinished basement, but this basement has two thousand unfinished square feet versus the one down the street has eight hundred. Mm-hmm. Big difference. Yeah. So I do, I do look at that part. I, I don't necessarily put a value on it as much as I just want to make sure I'm comparing the same comparables.
0: I think a lot of times, as realtors, use it to our advantage if we need to. So if someone wants to list their house too high and say, "Oh my gosh, the square footage price is." Is too much compared to everyone else, and if yeah. you're buying something, you're telling the seller, "But geez, your square footage price is way too high compared to these other things." But square footage, to me, is it's what you put inside of it.
2: You know, yeah.
0: um, I always my example always is appliances. I mean, you can spend four thousand or you can spend eighty thousand and get the same exact um, number of pieces of equipment, but just different styles. I mean, you can get a GE. Refrigerator with no ice maker or water dispenser, or you can get a sub-zero refrigerator and the difference is right. going to be, you know, $15,000 between the two. And you start adding those on. I mean, a, a range, a range now
1: mm-hmm. is
0: costing you between 10 and 15,000. I mean, that's the real nice ones.
1: Isn't that crazy? You're,
0: you're quadruple, tripling um, what another cost is, and that doesn't get factored in the square footage price. So Right. I think if you use square footage over a, a big uh, swatch of, of homes, it can tend to work out, but there's going to be, like you said, there's going to be those little subs in there that some are going to be higher than the others because of exactly what I just said.
1: Well, you know that, and, and the fact is, is that consumer demand, I mean, there are some consumers, Chris, that just don't see the difference. And they're like, well, hey, my uh, my Wall Street builder built house, um you picked the yep. brand yep. Um, is the same quality as your custom local guy that use custom cabinets, custom trim, you know, uh, inlaid floors. And if, if, if you're that naive, then, you know, a Kia is the same as a Mercedes, you know, yep. it's like, it's the same car.
0: Yeah. Right. I'm with you, buddy. All right. It's nice when we agree.
1: Well, I think we always agree. We just have different ways of saying it.
0: Oh. Okay, for over 50 years, oh I want to see how you say this. for over 50 years the 30 year mortgage rate has moved in unison with the 10year treasury yield. Well yeah, the average
1: spread is 1.27. But you know what's been interesting, Chris is that the um, if you look at that you looked at that uh, chart when when they recently went up, look at the gap and look at how much higher the uh, the mortgage rates are than the actual treasury it it actually averaged 1.7 but i just talked about this two months ago it's been averaging 3.9 the gap so they they're making yields on that that what they're borrowing it at and what they're selling it for you know the, the mortgage companies and they, oh no we're not we're not doing that and i'm like the yields are stupid big and you you're falsely raising the rates in anticipation of future rates going higher you're not totally. following the market you're gouging the market what you're doing and then you're also afraid that if market rates drop, you guys are all going to refinance and then you're going to leave us holding these notes and so you're gouging us on the front end. Yeah. I mean, it, it was for a while there it was ridiculous.
0: That's what they're doing. Yep. You know, they're trying, they're like, "Hey, people are going to refinance out of these anyways. Let's get them." You know.
1: Yeah, which is so silly. Yeah. It is. I don't you know, I get to that point of where I start, you know, not trying to be the conspiracy guy, but if we all know where the money's coming from, And then you let people get in between the two. They're greedy middlemen and these mortgage companies. And you kind of look at that and you go, okay, so yes, they're servicing the mortgage. Yes, they're doing whatever. But it's like, come on.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think in a way when you, you, you said it that who trusts anybody anymore. And I think a lot of people feel that way and Mm -hmm. aren't falling for a lot of this stuff because a lot of these things should have crippled us and stopped us. I mean, COVID, for one, should have just halted this whole real estate market and the opposite happened, you know, and, you know, raising all these rates and everyone says, oh, my gosh, it's horrible. It's, we'll never sell another house again. And that's just not the case, mm-hmm. you know, but it has stopped people right. from putting their house on the market. And that's the part that I'm that that I'm going to be watching is the inventory part, because that's always the oh, August, sure. if there's a lot more demand. You know, the prices are going to go down. Just fact. Agreed.
1: It'll be nice. You,
0: you definitely... Yeah, people gotta make their house nice again. You know, you gotta, gotta give a product that's uh worthy of the price. And Good. a lot of people try to just not do anything, and it's just sometimes it works, <laughs> and, and so people hey, keep doing it.
1: But, I think there's opportunities out there right now. If you've ever thought about opening a remodeling company, now is your your jump in.
0: That's what I'm I've been thinking about. That just so you
1: know. I didn't just give away your idea, did I? Well, uh, no,
0: Oh boy, we got more. While the number of homes for sale is increasing, it's still 47% lower than it was before our little I don't say that word, in 2017 to 2019. So uh, yeah, it's uh, obviously... We were kind of headed, you know, if you look at the, numbers,
1: if you looked at the numbers in 2019, I think we were all a little queasy about what was kind of going on. And we weren't necessarily trending anywhere except for we're like, okay, rates are at rock bottom, nothing's happening. You know, the, the the market wasn't going up or down. It was kind of just floating. And it was weird, right? And and it, it now is like worse than that. But we're like acting like it's okay. And it's like, but what is worse? So here, here's what I say to people all these charts and all this BS, yes, we're filling conversation, we're talking about things. But when it comes right down to it, can you in today's market buy a house and sell a house successfully? Absolutely. Can you upgrade a house right now? Absolutely. Can you downgrade a house right now? Absolutely. Just get a professional to explain to you what the market means. Take a look at what does it mean to borrow money? What does it look like to pay all cash? Maybe you borrow from a savings account. Maybe you borrow from your retirement. You know, whatever that option might be, explore all of them and look at them and then really decide what's best for you because there's no perfect time. You're never going to time the market. You're never going to sell at the top of the stock market the day that the thing went off the cliff. And time. Yes, there's a few people, but it's not a good business plan. So what I always say is housing is subjective to your lifestyle and the situation you're in. Um, Consult the professionals and navigate through it. It's not that bad. I actually do it every day, all day long. It's easy. I think today's market's actually very easy to navigate. I'm with you, buddy. Well, think, Chris, not to keep talking, but like everyone's like this weekend, they go, well, these houses seem to be higher. And I'm like, the new construction house you're standing in right now is $32,000 less than it was last fall. Fact, rates are a little higher. We get it, but you also gained about seventy-five thousand dollars of appreciation in your existing house in that same period of time. You're still money ahead. Just put more money down. It's the same payment.
0: You got it. It's very true. I mean, and that I think that's that's really our job, though, Andy. I mean, is to be able to kind of decipher that information that these people are all getting and be able to give them the reality because. I mean, that's a fact. And and the, and the other fact is, is yeah, your payment is going to be higher for a little while. But I'm betting by the time uh, those new construction real taxes start hitting in a couple years, that yep. you're probably going to be refinancing and getting that payment down. But in reality, your payments are down quite a bit more. I mean, your taxes make a huge difference in your payment. I mean, well, if they're $200 or they're 6000 there's a big difference between those. You know, you
1: know and, and I tell you, there's there's also the, the, I call it the person that's in a race, right? Where they're like, hey, yes, I got a loan. Um, I'm going to have this thing paid off in 10 years. Rates aren't as important to you. I mean, if you're paying three times a payment anyway per month, to get that house paid off early or whatever you're doing, um, you know, rates aren't as important as you would think they are because the principal that you're paying in, you're not paying the interest on because it's coming in raw, right? Mm-hmm. It's only the money that you're paying back that has the interest on there. So it's like you can make the double payments and, in theory, cut that interest rate in a third by just paying the extra payments. So it it goes pretty quick. I mean, it's a uh, – I've been around that uh, Ramsey group, you know, with uh, Dave Ramsey, and they – a lot of their theories are – some people, you know, they get scared of them because they're like, well, I don't want to put that kind of pressure on myself. But in reality is – yeah, there you go. Nice nice uh, cue. Um, The the reality is, is that those guys are smart. And they're helping you be smart with your money. It's kind of like having your rich uncle that it's not your uncle. And uh, they kind of guide you through stuff. It's kind of cool.
0: Hey, Nick, bring that picture back up. Of course, I can't let that go without getting something done. Please. <laughs> that smile on Dave's face and your missing arm. I don't know. Just looks Are you implying that I'm... I, I'm <laughs> I don't know. I'm just him. saying. You, you, got, you had to get him to smile. Just say him
1: so <laughs> well they said i could have 30 seconds on the show for a quick ad andy Prasky, remax advantage plus andy at if you want to email us here's the thing 22 years in the business over 1400 sales i'd like to help you with your real estate needs if that's buying if that's selling if that's building whatever it is give us a call send us an email let's get you started on your real estate journey i'd like to help you on the way uh, lots of experience here, and I uh, would like to put it to work for you. Andy Prasky, REMAX Advantage Plus, thanks for listening to the show. You you didn't hear me, Chris. I said, as I was going on, I said, good thing there's no school today because you have no class.
0: <laughs> that, was, that
1: was a fat album. Hey, 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 I got something to say. You
0: got me. You got me. You got me. My uh, I was at my mom's place last night, and there must have been a bunch of kids that dropped off valentines. And there's this little card there from Finn, and it was it was a little it was I could have swore it was like Andy Prasky telling a joke, and it was something that how do you something about a goalie and that he's a real keeper. I can't remember the dang joke, but it was a total Andy you know, hopefully no school, you know, guys, class, yeah, no class. Just saying. Okay, what are we talking about? Minnesota to ban corporations buying homes to rent out. Of course they are. Oh, my God. Okay, this bill's just introduced. All right, buying, they they don't want corporations and businesses buying single-family ha- homes to convert into rental units in an attempt to get more... Families into single family homes and build equity. Great idea, but what does that do to the people that are selling their house that have maybe sat there for 20, 20 years paying, and all of a sudden the best buyer is somebody else? And you can't, and they don't get it. I mean, you're just you're going down a horrible road there. So I I,
1: mean, I couldn't agree more, my friend. I think that's complete toilet paper, flush it.
0: Don't like, and what is a corporation too? I mean, is it Wall Street or is it Andy's LLC, you know, who's got three or four properties and he's just trying to make, uh, you know, some extra money and be able to rent out to people that aren't a, for, able to get a single family home or purchase one. I mean, you got to remember a lot of these renters, they it doesn't matter. They can't purchase it anyways. They don't have down payment. They don't have credit. You know, they, they need a place in which to stay. They have life circumstances and maybe they want to... Um, they don't know where they're gonna work, you know? So it's like, why would I buy a house and only have it a year unless maybe my plan was, if I do get transferred out, I had a client like this, he said, I'm probably gonna get transferred out, but then I could just rent it out until I come back. And it was a fantastic idea, but a lot of other people would have to turn around and sell that. Now, if you don't get the equity out of it, you know, you still gotta pay a realtor to get rid of it for you. You've got closing costs. I mean, you've got the pain of getting it ready and getting it on the market, and getting it sold. So I just think that's you just that's a horrible, horrible plan, Minnesota.
1: Well, it's it's on a bill and it's from the Patch News or something. I mean, it's not like it's. it's not well, did,
0: like they, it's, did uh, it say that it was?
1: It's on a, a bill to be the.
0: Oh, little mutual thing that got uh, pushed. I'm going to share you the real bill from the government right now. It doesn't surprise me at all, I'll tell you that. This is the whole bill right here. HF 685. 685. Who proposed it? Um, His name was Tim. I see. <laughs> Just kidding.
1: Mr. Walls himself? <laughs> well, I mean, in theory, it's a great, it's, uh, I'm sure they, you know, it's from the Let's let the underdog have a chance, but it's, it doesn't, I hate to Not say that. Frank idea. was a
0: great idea too, Yeah. but it doesn't work that way. Just let, let it happen and it, it'll work. It just, uh, everyone tries to like push it somewhere. I mean, there's always loopholes around it. I mean, there's always loopholes. And then people well, back, back in the
1: old days, the municipalities that had trouble with um, rentals, they, they, there used to be a significant difference when you would be homesteaded versus non-homesteaded. And now that's really changed. So the, the cities that had a problem with it, they're like, well, we'll get these these uh, corporate owners. We're going to do double the taxes. And it's like, okay, so you double the taxes. I wonder double the rent. That. Yeah. Oh, yeah. the renter. Oh, that's right. So rents go up. Way to go, city.
0: It's the ultimate example. I mean, sometimes those taxes, when you had a non-homestead tax, it was two, two and a half times. So if your taxes were $1,000, they ended up being 2500 and yeah. up to 3000 And then all of a sudden it's like, oh my gosh, the, now their rent just went up $100 a month. They thought well, that think, owners think, would do that. That would stop them from doing it. It's just, it's, I, I it's
1: think scary. what they should be doing then, if that's their real concerns, let's just not tax that property at all. Let's let them, because it is a rental, we want that to be affordable. Let's take the tax off the top and let's not charge them property taxes. And, and you know, and then think about this. In theory, you'd have a rental property that could be available for less money for that person that actually needs it. But that's not what they want. They want the tax revenue.
0: Right. Well, we solved that problem. This is really getting easy. We uh, throw something else at us. Let's talk. What? Should we go for politics, Andy? Should we run? We'd get murdered. (laughs) We'd be up
1: there on the first day. You need to vote for it. And they're like, boo.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we don't like no one not liking us, so you would, two are out of to
1: touch idiots.
0: Half the people would hate us, regardless, whatever yeah, way you that's do. okay. Yeah,
1: I bring cookies to the all Minnesota- my festivals.
0: Oh, has the Minnesota government ever done anything um positive for the real estate buying? Do you guys think of any bills or, or policies that actually worked in the, the years you've been in the business? <laughs> I don't know any just just it's let it go you free taxation, enterprise is what i say
1: it's all about like taxation so they can have it's it's like the fat kid that wants more cake i mean it just it's they they want more and they keep taking more and it's just a they package it differently so it fools you for a little while and then you realize oh my god i'm giving them more cake yeah. and uh you know what i'm saying so it's like when you say housing so some of the the protective laws with like foreclosure and things like that those those are helpful bills for the consumer um where they don't just foreclose and it's the same day it's a it's actually, a, you know, a six month process and there's a right to redeem and there's all kinds of cool rights that way. I think there's, you know, some tenant laws that have been overwritten to the to the advantage of the tenant where it makes it discouraging to want to be a landlord in some cases. But, you know, it is what it is. It's again, it's a business decision. Do You want to make widgets or do you want to own rental properties? You know, you still have the choice. You still have to provide for your family. So how do you want to focus your day? And and I don't know. I I don't know. I, I don't know, I, I, I get, that's kind of a gray area. I, I don't want to get involved in that as much as, you know, I think there should be some nice incentives right now. I mean, I start getting off on a tangent on munis- municipalities that are the, uh, well, we, why can't we have affordable housing here in, you know, whatever city? Well, that's because you have $45,000 worth of fees associated with this lot for um, connection fees, transportation fees, uh, park fees, trail and dedication fees, whack and sack. Um, connection fees, trunk fees. I mean, all these fees, these guys. I mean, I'm not kidding you. You buy a single family lot. I bet you it'd be fun to see the report. I'm sure Batsy has done this um, and figured out how much it costs per city. But these cities make a killing. Yep. And they're like, we don't know why these builders can't be affordable because you're being pigs. You're eating so much cake. Yep. Come on. I just. Yes. I
0: We weren't even talking about guaranteed sale programs. My gosh!
1: I know. I got a little. I got a little feisty there. I apologize to everyone listening.
0: Yeah, but it is true. It just. It just yeah. gets old after a while, and after you see it over and over again. I know. I don't know. It's Just frustrating. Yeah. We can say I was that now. just one years old when my family started in real estate, where both my parents were agents. They also dabbled in investing in real estate, rentals, flips, and construction. After college, I went right into getting my license in July of 1990. As a 23-year-old agent in an industry that looks nothing like today, I had to know more for my clients to choose me. There wasn't Zillow or social media to tell them how good I was. I had to win them over with knowledge. With knowledge comes confidence, and with confidence comes results. It's actually a really good commercial yeah it really It's part like of it. my hey it's part of my IMS which is coming back okay it's coming back Andy it's I time, think to, time to do that mentorship when I when I kicked off my IMS's integrity marketing services and it's basically helping Realtors kind of get to their their goals so working basically individually on what they do well. And kind of mentoring them uh, to get to that point, but I started at March of 2020. And do you know what happened right after that? I was I said, there. Stay, stay in your house. That was called COVID. And so we, yeah. uh, so I, I mean, we had a really good, I mean, a a rocket start. And then I just let everyone off because everyone thought they were going to be uh, broke and uh, do it, but. It's, it's coming back. I'm making a uh, – actually, Nick and I have, have been working on this thing for three years. and it's. Uh, someday I'll let you learn some stuff from it, Andy. You know, I was,
1: uh, I was perusing through the old uh, YouTube this morning, and yeah. uh, I was sitting there, and all of a sudden, a real estate radio hour from 10 years ago pops up, and it's Life with Fife. And you I know. sent it to you guys just so you could see it. It was the video where he was like introducing himself, where he's like, "Uh, you walk in and go, I don't care how you do it, you got to figure out how to do this." And he goes, "Uh, okay, okay." And then he gets in a plane and jumps out of a plane. Yeah. Awesome.
0: <clears throat> the guy actually had a friend, and he said, "You got to take me up in a plane." He was he, he took it serious. Remember when he was doing the when he was rollerblading around the whole Minneapolis trying yeah. to kind of find me walking around the radio show? Yeah.
1: Where's Rooney?
0: Yeah. Hey, have Fife- you seen
1: Chris Rooney? And they're like, "Who's Chris Rooney?"
0: <laughs> F- Fife learned a lot of that stuff from his father, and his father just passed away. His I heard that yeah. just last week. So big wow. Fife.
1: Rest in peace. What friend. a guy.
0: Yeah, that was fun. So, all right, what are we talking about now? Oh, social media. Let's go. fafella where are you, Favela? Is that what it is? By the pool.
1: The laptop uh,
0: film in the favela. pool. Again. Favela. Okay. Well, he's 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 lost, so we gotta talk about something else. I don't know what happened to him.
1: Oh well. Um, hey, we all need breaks, Chris. You you really I gotta scandal
0: breaks in a live on a live broadcast would probably, probably smart not to do that on that. Yeah, um, you should probably just have the milk jug, you know what I'm saying? And just take the break. He's got his first game next weekend, by the way.
1: Oh wow, nice.
0: Yeah. So we'll see. We'll, exciting, huh? We'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's, I got an uh, uncle that lives down there. I was gonna try to send him over there and take a look at
0: it. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I don't know what we're reacting much to this. Uh, let's uh, see if you're around. <laughs> around. Hey, what else? You- what else should we talk about, Andy? Oh, oh, I think he's trying to come here. Hold on. So that's got to be coming from his internet, right?
1: Is that is the Folsom House? That's where it looks like it's spinning. That is that him?
0: Hey, I was at Red Robin the other day. They yeah. had the coolest United States flag, and then they had like beer, beer like each state had like a beer uh, label on it. it oh was wow! Pretty, it was really cool. Yeah, I kind of want you that.
1: try all fifty states.
0: I want <laughs> that thing. I don't drink beer though.
1: Uh, anyway. it's easy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there's some of your friends will teach you.
0: Yeah, I think uh, I think Nick went off to uh, another. There's like three Nicks on my list. You in a perfect
2: world, we'd love to be around 50, but it's it's not. It's probably not as realistic for you to consider something like that. Is there is there like a middle ground we can come to? I know you were at 70. I'm kind of at 50. Is, is there a so, middle? So probably you know there's there's 20 prices between 50s and 70s. So. It's... Starting from 51, ending with 69, so which, where you want to be? I mean, hey, I- I'd you love want- to get the property as cheap you as I can. A- Let's be realistic here. I want to see if we can work something out that, you know, we're both, you know, comfortable taking, and it's a one-one for the both of us. I don't, I don't want to, you I- know, waste anybody's time here. I-, I understand you're trying to get a good price or... So- price and Like I was saying, at fifty thousand, that's just where we know one hundred percent that we wouldn't be losing any money whatsoever on this deal. But you know, coming up twenty, it's a little bit unrealistic. Maybe like sixty two five. Can you work with us around there? I'm sorry, but
0: 60 two five is
2: going to be a no. I- and basically, what what I'm getting is, you know, if we can't do seventy, I- you know, it's a it's a done deal. I mean, look, if if if, if sixty nine point Five is gonna make you comfortable. <laughs> You're killing me, Cornell. <laughs> I really like negotiating because when I buy something, I negotiate too, right? Let's make something happen. You <laughs> want to move closer <laughs> to Florida? <laughs> was, you gotta. You can hear my honesty, right? You. <laughs> yeah, I can hear. By the end of this year, ten thirty-one, that money into a new property. I mean, let's 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 agree on on sixty-five. Come on, what do you what do you say, Cornell? You're a reasonable guy. You know where I'm coming from. That's probably gonna be a no, Kevin. In a in a perfect world.
0: Huh? That was interesting how young that kid was, but I mean, you know, all he's doing is he's trying to get that price for the lowest he can, and he's going to sell it over to me and Andy as a flip for a little more and just kind of get the premium, never has the money to be able to even purchase it. And he just flips it and puts it over to another person. Yep. And uh, it's a great thing. Hey, if you're smooth and you're on the phone and you, you can get those deals, there's buyers all day long for that stuff.
1: Sure. Yeah. Hustling people, properties is is not a new game. That's just, they keep repackaging. Now they call it wholesaling. Yeah. Before they used to call it flipping or equity stripping. Um, they, <laughs> yeah. Just depending on the situation you're in. I mean, there there's, it's, it's been packaged as a lot of different, uh, you know, things, but it, it tacos a taco, but it, you know.
0: And as a realtor, we have really tough um, laws and, ethics on what we can do and say I mean we basically have to tell people you're absolutely nuts to sell it to us for this because we're going to make money and you're going to lose money and your grandkids aren't going to get anything and it's just kind of like you have to really really let them know and then write it over everything and then if they ever complain about it you know you have to give them more money I mean it's, it's crazy what realtors have to do if you're gonna I would definitely suggest if you're going to be um, a flipper is to not be licensed realtor. Mm-hmm. do will do it. You have so many more abilities without being a, a licensed realtor. Everyone thinks, "Oh, I'll save the commission and I'll." Yeah, do but what
1: stuff. is it? You have to do under twenty deals a year.
0: What's that? There, there's a
1: there's a cap though. You can't you can't act like. Well, like well, that's fee. if you're
0: selling your own house. I'm just saying. So I would I would still have a realtor do my things for me, but me as a buyer. I don't have to tell them nothing. I can buy seven million houses if mm-hmm. I want, and it's just like that. realtor's representing me. I'm not doing it myself. So, you know. yep. All right, me bathing in tears of everyone who's been saying the real estate market is going to crash for the past five years. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, the little guy there. Uh, yeah, it's not that the truth? that's that
1: guy in a turkey. He's he's a grown man. He's just he's miniature.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: he's the one that slapped Shaq in the face
0: yeah.
1: and Shaq is the old uh,
0: you guys all see these things I gotta look at social media more often I don't ever see these I didn't see Shaq all I saw is Shaq Kenny, Kenny the jet knocked him into the tree the Christmas tree that was fantastic I had never seen that that was awesome yeah so
1: crazy.
0: oh boy a reminder that I saw real estate thinly disguised as happy St. Patrick's text. Every person I've ever talked to since fourth grade. Oh boy, Andy, here's another one. We gotta explain. You gotta explain it to me. I don't get it either. Yeah, well, let's put it back on. We gotta figure it's, it out. Realtors always messaging, like, hey, happy holidays, just to like make sure your like your name is in their head, you know, for oh. future business.
1: And they're running because we're embarrassing ourselves. That's
0: true. That's true. Hey, well.
1: I did laugh. I did laugh last weekend when the, when the, uh, the old clocks did the old change and how many emails I got. And that's like, (laughs) I'm like, you guys do know that my iPhone does that automatically, right? It's, I don't,
0: I'm good. I like it. I like it when there's a certain lender that does it for all their people. And three of those lenders have got me on their list. And so I get whack, whack, whack three of the same email. I just love that. Yeah. I don't yeah, get rid of, right. of it because I, I think that's just funny.
1: It is funny. Um,
0: I always just don't think that's genuine. I've always had a problem with those programs because I just think they're just just fake. But
1: anyway. Well, you know, it is what it is. I mean, if you put a little real estate on there too, it's like kind of like anything else in real estate. You know, top of mind awareness is one thing. You know, that's like with social media. You get I a get lot of social media experts that tell you what to do. And it's like, yeah, but I don't want to be top of mind just to be top of mind. I'm not trying to be famous. I want to be top of mind at the right time so that when they're ready to buy or sell, they say, oh, yeah, that's my guy, Andy. Right? So it's like, for me, it's a balancing act like you just said, Chris, where I don't want to put everything out there all the time and be that, oh, my God, just block him. Right? Because that's not what I'm trying to do. And I know a lot of real estate agents struggle with that, too, because for friends of theirs will falsely give them the impression that they're looking at it. Oh, I love your your, uh, postcard you send every month. You know, reminding me of the recipes and the whatever, and that's just so nice. Yeah. Like, well, do, you do, huh? How come you haven't referred anybody to me then?
0: Yeah. I actually think the, that whole recipe card thing, mm. I, I I always, like, I would never do that. And then I'm like, that's actually not a bad idea. If they're yeah. kind of like cool recipes, yeah. I mean, that, that is kind of fun, even if you did your own. I mean, like you, you could do your bacon-wrapped um, Whatever it is, because everything you do is bacon wrapped. But no, not anymore. Get the stuff. And I mean, you know how to, you do some cool things with, Thank you. with cooking.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, when I get, when I take the time to focus, I like to have some fun with it. But it's, you know, I think the big thing is, is like you look at, like I do, I do a postcard, but my postcard's for $10 off at your favorite restaurant or whatever. You know what I mean? Like I do, I try to give things of value. So at least they keep it. You know what I mean? Like it's not just a, I don't know, yeah. oh, impression, chuck it.
0: It's a good idea and then when they bring that coupon in and hand it over to them they see Andy again they keep seeing Andy Pretty
1: andy soon you're happy. gonna have billboards andy delivers value
0: Pretty and so. then they
1: go and then they go this is a fake coupon yeah. and then I run because fake coupons
0: <laughs> Andy who what How this, is got, this, this is expired crazy. seven years ago Jeez. We, don't,
1: we don't have any coupons Rooney at, at Manny's we uh we, <laughs> Like
0: fake. Hey, fifty percent off at Manny's. Yeah. <laughs> that would be the ultimate. You go there. What? <laughs> here's you my. You would coupon. be remembered.
1: Yeah.
0: Hey, they say they say, but well, however you get remembered doesn't matter. You know, if it's if it's good or bad. So, I disagree. But okay, you should. Do I bought that. a twelve million dollar ranch in Montana at age twenty two, and here's how you can do
2: it go, 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 go. What? what
0: did I do? More expensive, younger age. Cooler property,
1: okay, okay. Okay, I bought a 48 million dollar seaside log cabin castle in Montana at age five. I bought it because I qualified for a loan. Oh my I god, ca- god.
2: What, what What was it that time?
1: No loans, but
2: but, but I how else why?
1: arbitrage? Arbitrage,
2: what does that even mean? Literally, I
1: mean, no one cares. Fine, fine. I arbitraged eight different condos in the Baltimore area, flipped them, and sold the land to the
2: Irish Mafia. Which, wait, wait a minute, did we demolish those condos? Yeah, arbitrage. Is is that what arbitrage means? I don't think. Hold on, hold on. The police is calling me. Oh, the police call. Okay, cool. Like I
0: was saying. Wait, who's calling you? That was kind of funny. That was good. Yes, I appreciate that.
1: That's that's our humor.
0: Oh my god, that is so. But that's so true. I mean, it's it's what a lot of realtors do. I mean, younger and more money. Yeah, it's like I'm eight. (laughs) Oh.
1: I, don't, I still don't understand why that makes a significant difference, other than wow, impressive.
0: Yeah. Well, it is. I mean, it's uh people, I mean, in the in the digital world are easily persuaded to do different things. I mean, it's that's crazy. Well,
1: look at what you and I do to these digital videos, though. I mean, we both go, oh, that wouldn't work. That's crap. That's yeah. you know, and I'm like, there's no cops out there policing that stuff, so they're literally filling. Information that's kind of true. Yeah.
0: I think the whole social media thing would be fun if you did it something like that, kid did. I mean, just yeah. kind of making fun of the whole thing instead. And then maybe throw something at the end that gives it a little credibility. But I think that would be that'd be a good one. Yeah. So.
1: I liked it too. It was good. Yeah. Good job, Nick.
0: Oh look at him. He's still. There. Can you hear me? Yes. See, uh, it's is it glitchy? No, I'm gonna show you outside here. Oh, oh wow. We're going to the oh, fa- favela, Andy. Oh my. Where is my little boy? You can oh, see decent. God. Yeah. 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 So. Is is that the Airbnb you're staying in? Yeah, behind me. And then upstairs is where the owners stay. Do you oh, see really? the
1: look of concern on our face, Nick?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's I'm out here. <laughs> he he lets us right, happy, Andy. Hey, your internet was better. You might want to stay I, out there.
1: I know. I don't know, but good.
0: Yeah. Maybe not. So, all right, Andy, what, uh, I, I guess we it? all have
1: different perceptions as to, uh, what's out there, but that, uh, that, that, you know, I think it's cool that, that I'd like to see that area. I, I like I said, that I haven't, that, uh, is out there and, and living a new life and loving it. And, uh, it's just, just like they said, it's different, you know?
0: I think, uh, I think that's a little different than that one pool on the rooftop he was showing us before. I think uh I don't know what's going on, Andy. Yeah. I think he's playing us just like hey. that last guy. Yeah. So this is getting ugly right here. Mortgage rates tumble as the banks fell. Down 13 basis
1: points yesterday. What's that going to cause? A surge in mortgage applications, a surge in pending deals, and closings. There's so much pent-up demand, it's not even funny. We had a very decent inflation report today. Inflation is easing, continuing to ease the eighth month in a row that it's come down. But we're still waiting on that May 10th incredible report. So if you ain't selling, you ain't telling. Get out there and grind, guys.
0: That's a motivational yeah. guy there. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's uh that one speaks for itself. Unless you mm-hmm. have some comments on there, Andy.
1: No, I think I think that you know, the again, there's this perception that there's a timing, you know, thing in our industry in our world. And you know, again, it comes back to where if you come into it from the I'm gonna do this instead of investing into this, I'm gonna buy real estate. They're trying to time the market, buy perfect, sell high, make money. And nothing beats time in the market, though. You know what I mean? It's like the the good old buy it right, you know, nice neighborhood, good schools, hold it. And that's how most people make fortunes in real estate. It's not a quick flip. It's not a quick, you know, answer. I mean, unless you're remodeling and flipping something, you know, or buying an apartment and redoing the whole place and selling it for more. But, I mean, very rarely do you see that, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I don't look at the interest rates and say, "Man, I better go buy something today." They went down a quarter of a point. point. I, it's a bigger play. Uh,
0: it might get you. It might get you looking, but uh, yeah, it's not gonna. That's 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 really true. But we had we had two people stop looking as the rates started creeping up, which yeah. that hadn't happened to me before. And two stopped, both signed uh, one year leases, and uh, yep, hey. They both lost multiple times in, in multiple offer situations. So but that happens. Do it what, do what's best for you. Lisa, front door. Oh. he's talking to Lisa.
1: I just said front door. I got I got a notification. Somebody buzzed our door.
0: Oh, really? Okay. All right. What do we got here? Is first first home isn't your forever home. Obsolete. First home isn't your forever home. In Minnesota, is it wise to invest in a larger starter home if the interest is to stay in the same neighborhood for a while? We don't know that. Friends and family are finding themselves locked into their starter homes due to the rising house costs in their neighborhood, unable to afford. Hashtag, listen to what Andy said in the first 10 minutes of the program. Start a remodeling company because that's what people are doing. They're adding on (laughs) to their starter home. Um, For sure. If you're borrowing that money, that, that rate's going up, but. Uh, as well so that's even more than what your other rate was but hey this is what it is I don't know I don't think I think people um it's not about it's about life changes and what you can and can't afford I mean I've been dealing with it for years obviously doing this now 33 years uh people there are some people I mean uh, there's one he's a good buddy of mine that I sold my house two years in and he stayed in that same house there's other ones that I've sold six houses to myself mm-hmm. since 1990. Moved 21 times, so um, everyone kind of is kind of their own thing, and 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 it really was. I mean, in my situation, a lot of times was my clients were the right buyers for my house, so I'd let them have my house and I'd go get it something else. Mm-hmm. And but a lot of times it's you know it's location and where do I where do I live or what kind of lifestyle do I want. You know, live on the lake now. Used to live on acreage, had a place on a golf course. You know, you start getting those different places. It's more of a, a lifestyle um, theme than, you know, What what is that worth to you? The, that's what I say. It's like li- living on the lake. I mean, mm-hmm. that's important to you and to be able to see it every day. Some people want to live on the lake and some people have a cabin that they'll go up to it and want to totally get away and you're on the lake. Well, what if you wanted to experience that life every single day? Mm-hmm. Or do you experience it the same way every single day, or do you have to get away to be able to enjoy it? So I think it's everyone's everyone's kind of choice and what they want to do. So
1: I agree. So, I think yeah. it's smart though. I always, I always, but I'm a planner, so I would be thinking ahead a little bit, you know. But now, if if you're already engaged, that's different than if you're just dating somebody. Because if you're dating somebody and then that's not the same person that you marry that is going to move into that house, sometimes people don't like to uh, move into that house. And so you'll end up moving anyway. So um, they want to get a house for the both of you, not the house that you had with your old girlfriend. So, mm-hmm. yeah, as they say. So,
0: you know. Girlfriends, like friends, plural. Girlfriends.
1: Right. Because girlfriends are
0: fine. It's just when you get that wife.
1: That yeah. Wife, yeah. It, then it really matters. It, yeah. Yeah, it, um, yeah. Sticky. Um, uh, anyway, no. So, you know, I think that it's, it's just a matter of, you know, uh, if you know that you're, you're young, you're engaged, you're planning on getting married, you're going to have a couple kids. I'd buy the house that would accommodate that for the next, then it just takes the stress off of having to think about it for the next couple of years, you know, if you're buying a little bit bigger. Um, but I, I've always bought within my means though. I've never been one that I recommend first time buyers, you know, extend themselves more than what they're comfortable with, um, you know, and, and that that's kind of the key thing because I think some people think that everybody's out there, you know, right now buying beyond their means, and they're not um, necessarily. It's, it's – the numbers are getting – the ratios are getting pushed right now, but.
0: Yeah, I'm seeing that they're not – I mean, rates – I mean, in, in qualifying, you can qualify for a lot more than you used to be able to um, mm-hmm. depending on what your credit rates are, but I think – a lot of people are are staying under that; they're not pushing it.
1: Yeah. Yep. I agree.
0: All right. Oh, role play. What is this? Oh God. Oh, <laughs> well, this is you, Andy. You get to. I'm. Uh, you get to d- defend the benefits of your company. I'm listing my house, and I'm just not so sure uh, your company uh, sells in this area. So I want to know why. You think that is the case? I should use you.
1: I was gonna say something funny, like "Go to hell" or <laughs> "I want your uh, list." Uh, anyways throw stuff and jump up and say, "Then, then fine, we won't be your company." Uh, no,
0: well, it does. It does say that. I mean, in this area, Edina Realty and Keller Williams sells more um, houses than Remax does.
1: I don't know what to tell you. I. Uh, <laughs> No, it depends, man. I mean, we you, you suck. Know. We suck. Yeah, no, it depends. I mean, just because somebody has bigger market share doesn't mean that they're necessarily better. It Just means that they're more available and they're they're present in that marketplace. Now, I find that sometimes when you have the same marketing company, the same predominant players in a the marketplace, they actually can hold back on equities because they try to make their jobs easier. Where they're like, "Well, that house down the street sold for 500, we're going to go 505 versus I'll come in and I'll go 525." I'm not afraid to upset the apple cart and uh, push a little harder to make your your equity uh, dreams come true. Now, on the other hand, if you want to go with complacent, steady Eddie that has been pushing that area for a long time, I understand that. But people that go to that area, they shop in that area after they've already selected it. So I feel that the area, it's it's not as similar as it used to be where when the internet was a mystery and uh, people had to like get in the car and drive around and They didn't know the area as well. I think the area is already selected. They come and now they're shopping for the house. I'm a housing marketing expert. So that's where you're going to shine. So I'll give a fresh marketing approach to a market that's probably been the same for many years with this dominant company that's there. And I'd love to give you a shot at seeing what that looks
0: like. Nice. But, I mean, are these companies selling more because they have more um, marketing? Is that the reason that they sell more houses than you?
1: No, they don't sell more than me.
0: Well, it says that I I get letters all the time that says these guys are the top two sellers in this whole area.
1: Well, um, that and the Internet are full of a lot of mysteries that are are claims that are made. And I'd like to see where the facts are coming in on that, like compared to what, at what price point, at what, you know, and sometimes you're going to see where people want to be number one because they perceive that you'll see value in that. And what you really want to know is that somebody's going to stick up for you your personal values your goals and make sure that you're getting everything you possibly can get out of this transaction and have a wonderful experience and that's what i can do better than that
0: you're you're uh good at this i think it's um it's one of those things that um what i feel is that you've obviously done this before you know you you've gone through objections You've learned how to kind of get over those. You you kind of lead it to what you do good, and then let them make the decision. So, I just had a buddy of mine that we were out at R four, and we were saying, you know,
1: for our teams, it's really good to role play. And he he sends me he mails me this right here, sales objection flashcards from the Fitzpatrick's team out in uh they're out in uh, Maryland, and uh, it's it's really an interesting. It, you just go through these scenarios, and it says. Role play because there's nothing better for a real estate agent than to actually talk about something out loud. It makes you think, it makes you do. It's it's like it's like shooting free throws. You think these guys in the NCAA tournament this weekend coming up here? Do you think they practice, or do you think they just show up and they're good? They practice. They're right now shooting free throw, free throw. They're like, Hey, little Billy, you only have a 63% free throw average. We want that up to 80, or what you know what I mean. And then the really good guys are like at 76%. And yeah. it's because they, they they practice so that when all the pressure in the world's on them you know like like that customer is just grilling them they're they're smooth and they're cool because they know what to do they know what to say they're very confident in what you know their process is right
0: you know andy i just went i just went through your house and i know you said at the beginning that you just didn't want to put a lot of money into it that you basically want to sell as is and i'm just trying to find out is that i mean is that still that's still the case right from what you said
1: uh, yes, I believe I do want to sell as is.
0: Okay. So, so what does as is mean to you? Cause in the real estate world it might be a little different than what you're saying. Does as is mean to you that it once the transactions final, you don't want nothing coming back after you or is as is mean, you know what, Chris, you can put up a sign today and we'll get this thing sold. Yes. Okay. So I, I, wanna,
1: I just want to, I just want to not have to worry about it. I just want to throw the sign in the yard, get the thing sold, get it behind me. So I can move to Vegas where I can shine.
0: Okay. Awesome. All right. So looking at that, and based on what what needs to be done, we're probably gonna be around 350. I know you were talking like 425, but with what needs to be done, and if you don't want to do anything, I mean we're 350 will probably work really well. And I could probably even get a couple of investors in here right away um, to be able to make an offer on this property if that if you want to do that.
1: Am, am I supposed to be drilling you?
0: You, I'm. You're supposed to be. Uh, I'm trying to convince you to do repairs to your house to make more money. Can't you read that little thing on the bottom? So oh yeah, says,
1: yeah, I okay. got it. Um, so the uh, I, I didn't know my
0: role. Look at your flashcards. Come on, what the heck? Pull up those flashcards.
1: It says to make a quick exit left.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exit stage left. So you want to go? You want to sell it for three fifty? Because I'll tell well, you what. Well, you know, I not, I'm not even going to bring people. I'll buy it not, myself.
1: If I'm going to wholesale it, then is the, is the buyer paying you, or am I paying you?
0: It, it, what do you mean by that?
1: Um, if I'm wholesaling it that cheap, I'm giving it away. Obviously, you're not doing any value for me other than bringing me the buyer. So the buyer is going to benefit, and make all the profit. So do they pay you, or do I pay
0: you? No the 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 value is in getting your home sold. I mean, you are the one that's going to be paying you know, my fee, uh, to be able to get that person in here. But I'll tell you what, I, I just think it's really important to be able to do these repairs, to be able to get the most you can. And I think that's when you're talking about value and, and, and paying me is what you will pay me for is to be able to get you the most amount of money. So is the reason that you don't want to do this is because you just want to be gone? Or is it that maybe money is a little tight and you don't want to really invest in it because you're not sure how much you're going to make?
1: I'm saving all my money to go to Vegas.
0: That's smart. I mean, if you're going to go on the tables, that's really smart. Do you blackjack or craps? Which one do you do?
1: I'm thinking I'm just going to go uh, and do the old slot machines. I got I a good machine. feeling about slot machines right now, Chris. Yeah.
0: What so, What casino would you choose when you go there?
1: Probably the most expensive, probably Bellagio, you know.
0: And probably the reason you went to Bellagio is because of how nice it looked. And. Showed value there. That's just like your house. We got to do the same thing with your house. If we can make it look like Bellagio and not Circus Circus, you're going to get a lot more money. So the you prime want to ribs better at Bellagio. i
1: going to spend all my money to get my house ready to sell.
0: I want I want to be able to get you more money because I want you on the in the penthouse at the Bellagio too, not just gamble at the bottom. We can get you enough money to be able to get you upstairs.
1: Okay, um I'll do that then. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so it's all about, it's all about, it's all about Vegas and get the money. But, uh, you know, Andy, that is the case is, yeah, that, I, mean, uh,
1: penthouse suite people, I was in,
0: I was like. Yeah. A lot of people don't have vision. And so we got to kind of help them that way. So, and if there's a problem with well, money, maybe there's a way we can get that for you.
1: Well, don't you think though, too, Chris, That a lot of people think the market's hot and they don't have to care. And they, they literally yes. like, I don't, it, The market, it's going to sell anyway. So who cares? If there's a big stain in the carpet or, you know.
0: Right. And the thing is, is to me, it's kind of like, you know what? Hey, we can find out. But when we find out, it's too late. Your house has already got, I mean, a label on it. And now we're going to have to kind of regroup and, and take it back. We have a listing just like that. I ended up, I ended up buying it because it just was one of these um, situations where just it didn't quite hit. and We maybe priced a little too high and it kind of got down. And it's like. You know, we have to give it a whole new purpose down and a whole new look because it yeah. got it just sat and it got stale. So mm. yeah. All right, I Andy, we're done.
1: I tell you, I don't think a lot of people realize how that does really affect. I mean, it it, it can. And I think that there's exactly. you know, people get into multiple offers. Very rarely are there in multiple offers over fix wrappers. You know, it's it's they're they're in multiple offers over the one that's been repaired and fixed up. And you know, um, I just was reading a report of that where they're talking about some of the best returns and you know on different items in your houses, and there's all kinds of good information out there. I'd go to the remodelers magazine, is a good one, builders, uh, Builder Online, um, uh, is another one where they have like the return on investment for remodelers, you know, so um, Builder Magazine or whatever it's called. So, um, yeah, take a look at that. And
0: hey, okay, Andy, do you know we have a link tree? I did. And it's right down there. That's where you can find everything about us in our little group and uh our individual selves. So um Andy doesn't know this, Nick doesn't know this, but uh we're gonna we're gonna be adding some serious flair to this show. It's gonna get a little little risque coming up.
1: we well, that, uh, that's we'll find awesome.
0: that on Linktree. Just follow us. Follow we're gonna us, do it. Help us and then we're gonna do it. We're gonna